Hi folks, welcome to Settle on the Screen Live. Uh, tonight in the program, of course, we'll have the latest video game world records. We'll talk about some upcoming uh, video, ga video game events this summer. Uh, and of course, we'll play some Road Rash in honor of kind of Soundgarden's uh, front man. Um, so stay tuned, folks. Live from the Detroit studios in downtown Farmington Hills. It's Settle It on the Screen Live! Tonight's hosts are Josh Hauslander, Nick Hauslander, Michael Soroka, and Inglendo. We're going to discuss the passing of Chris Cornell, frontman for Soundgarden and Audioslave, and what he meant to us on the show. And of course, we'll have the latest video game world records from TwinGalaxies.com. Lost in adjudication, there's still plenty of scores out there. Hi folks, welcome to Settle on the Screen Live, the late night show to entertain and inform you about the world of competitive gaming, mostly at TwinGalaxies.com, uh, high score, world record chasing. I am Michael Sroka, I'm also joined by my best friend Josh Hauslander. How you doing? doing great josh how are you this evening okay you know i'm all right i've been mm -hmm. better bit Cheers. of bit of a somber evening tonight mm -hmm. uh passing a chris cornell mm -hmm. uh from uh soundgarden um it's a bummer for me a bummer mm -hmm. for a lot of people especially in our age group especially mm -hmm. music fans especially music fans of our age group mm -hmm. you know and i'm sure we'll get into that later but yes. you know but it is it's it's a rough night for uh for you know fans of uh Oh yeah, grunge music. And he was here to entertain and inform us about the world of <laughs> world of uh, music okay. performance. Yes. And during that era, for many of you who watch, are from that 92-97 era of video games, and we'll be playing Road Rash a little bit later tonight, which, I mean, that, that that's what introduced me to Soundgarden music, by playing Road Rash on the computer. We'll be playing on the 3DO tonight. I know the world record holder, Brandon Finton's in the chat. Uh, tonight, so we'll be playing your game. I doubt we'll be beating your world record. Um, and yes, Brandon, we will keep it happy because uh, video games are great. Music was great. Um, we're also joined by our virtual co-host, Mr. Ninglendo, if he hasn't been taken away by a tornado yet. Hey, guys. Hey, you're still there. Yeah, it looks all right right now. It's uh, not raining anymore. Okay, you batting down the hatches over there? Oh, yeah. I'm glad that you guys are playing Road Rash too, because that's a great game. And yeah. I think it was the '64 version is the first time I ever heard of Sugar Ray when they were a metal band. Hmm. Ah, interesting. They made they made two metal albums and then sold out. It was pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. A, lot, a lot of bands did that. A lot. There's a, a long history of of bands that that were you know speed metal bands heavy mm -hmm. metal bands punk rock bands yeah. and then you know they sell out a little bit they uh get a little poppy yeah and, yeah, you gotta make your buck somehow and, and you don't even know that they have this uh history the goo goo dolls another one yeah hardcore you punk band so funny is uh, uh God, their Irish. third album sugar ray's third album they open up with a death metal song and then it goes right into every morning as the next song really so they like really? they like blatantly like yep we just uh, made totally totally radio friendly music from now on yeah, hmm. gotta do what so. you gotta do 
Yeah, what do you um, do? The guy from Sugar Ray, he was cute too. Yeah. The, every the girls morning, loved him. Is that this, is that yeah. That? Every morning, they should make a death metal version of that. Song. They should. Or we should. They should. We yeah, should. we should. Yeah, we should. Let's do, do, do that. Live on the show. Add maybe. that to the list of things yeah, we have to do. Because that's what we're. That's what we talk about. Video games. Um, ooh, it's getting dark in here. It is. Um, it is. Yeah. <laughs> um, real quick, we want you guys to make sure you share and like our video. So um, all the the video upcoming video game world records that we're going to be announcing here, everybody can enjoy them. So if you guys can share that button right now to your favorite group or video game page, that would be uh, very nice of you. Or if you can hit the love button, I want to see the oh, love button. Oh yeah, I, I like don't that. like the love. I like I the love. I love the love button. Yeah, me too. So, without any further ado, let's take a late, let's take a look at the latest video game world records verified at Twin Gal. World records, world records in one. World records, world records in one. World records, world records in what? We got those world records playing video games. The latest video game world records at TwinGalaxies.com. These aren't the latest, latest, but verified over the past week or so. Congratulations to Al Birdman of All of Canada. Another world record on Intellivision. He's gonna run him out. He's gonna run out soon. There's only 125 games. Uh, 43,500 points on Thundercastle. Very frustrating game in my opinion. And of course, another game I don't own. I think Al's avoiding. Oh, my games. Oh, is there a game. strategy here? Well, he beat, he, he's, oh. he's, beating, he's beating Carnival, so he shows he's got, you know, he's good. But I haven't, other than that, every other game I don't even own. So we'll, we'll find out. Huh. Fun. Huh. Little, a little smack talk mixed mm -hmm. in with the congrats yeah, on that one. Yeah, we already had him on the show, so it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's all about show it's all sp good. sportsmanship. A little friendly competition. Mm -hmm. Speaking of friendly competition, we had a new world record from Sean McCod. Behind the pit wall, North Carolina. He got his record on the PlayStation 4, Trackmania Turbo, Green Series 49, fastest time 37.65. Congrats, Sean. Good one. Yes, I think we read that a few weeks ago with Max's high score. Hey, Green Series 50, that's a great track. Should be the only track, nevertheless. What's wrong with Green Series 49? I don't know. I like 50. Okay. Yeah, I really like 50. Okay. <laughs> All right, we have Yen Barber from Swellwaterburg, Germany. On the Android stair dismount bumper jumper points, 2,142,720 points. Congratulations to Yens. Yes, pushing Mr. Brandon off. Mr. Brandon. That, is, that is a good one. Hey, can I add on a personal note? You know, congrats to um, congrats to Mr. Harbors there, but aren't you glad that the hamburger wasn't invented in Swellsverger? Because that would be a bummer if we here in the States had to refer to our hamburgers all the time as, as I'm probably saying it wrong. You probably are, but, but still. But, you know, I mean, that would be a bummer if we had to do that because we eat hamburgers like crazy here. Mm -hmm. Can't order them as fast. Right. So I right. Mean, maybe they wouldn't be as popular if they, weren't they, called, if they were called that instead of hamburgers. Think of how history could have been changed if they just invented them down the street instead. Not that I have any idea if that area is down the street from Hamburg, Germany. I have no idea the geography behind it, but I mean they got to be kind of close to each other, right? You'd hope so. They're in the same country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same so there's that. that yeah. You know. Hmm. So I'm just I'm glad that the hamburgers weren't invented there. Even though Good. I bet it's a great place to visit and obviously a great place to throw down world records on video games. Yeah. What's the next one, folks? Congratulations to Matthew Felix of Feathers, North Dakota. <laughs> a new world record on Namco Museum Remix for the Wii. 
Um, pack motos, uh, level 5-4 for the fastest completion of 9.32 seconds. Nice job, Matt. Quite a few on the Namco Museum remix coming from Matthew over the next week or so. Always great screen cred if you got a pack score mm -hmm. in your in your uh, in your series too. Uh, new world record for Mark Cohen from Las Vegas, Nevada. The PlayStation, PS4, Purappa the Rappa 2, Stage 1, Beard Burgers, A Parappa, Town Tradition, Points Record, 1,841. Nice work, Mr. Cohen. Yes. Proud of you, sir. Something other than pinball. All right, we have Rodrigo Lopez from oh. Pena Santa Catarina, Brazil. Angry Bird Seasons Pig Days 3-2 Rio Open 98,350. Congratulations to Rodrigo Lopez. Is it true he's going to throw down a, a two-player world record with his brother Mario? Or is that just a rumor? That's a rumor, dude. Okay. This, That's he's too busy with the Zack attack. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Congratulations to Arrow Bar Andrew Barra from Duden, New Zealand. A new world record on Hunchback Olympic. Uh, 84,930 poisons on an emulated arcade machine. Probably playing on his computer is my best guess. Still awesome world record there from Andrew. That's a crap tournament record. I believe so, Ooh. yeah. It's not like me and Glenn got any points in that game. No, I didn't get any points at all. Hunchback yeah. Olympia. Yeah, he plays only the dankest mames. We got a new world record from John Brissy from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. The Xbox, Midway, Arcade, Treasures 3, PAL, San Francisco Rush, 2049, single race, backward track, fastest race, 413.698. The Briss, the man, the myth, the legend. Thank you, Mr. Brissy. Good one. All right, we have Ryan Janot from Aurelio, Ontario, Canada, not California. Uh, that would be the SNES Suzuka 8 Hours NTSC fastest lap, 27.44 milliseconds. Congratulations to Ryan Janot. I hope he's still enjoying his jacket. Probably Ryan is. the Jacket Janot. I, I heard that's his new nickname. Oh, man, that is a great nickname. He's one of my spirit animals. Love that guy. Yep. Congratulations to Sean Vincent from Sacramento, California. New world record on Miss Pac-Man. Uh, emulated score playing on a computer or a Wii or something else other than the SNES. Uh, but it's nevertheless still a world record of 128,480 points. So nice job, Sean, taking a break from those puzzle bobble scores, it looks like. Fred Bugman, he's got a new world record on the Xbox, Burnout 2, Point of Impact, NTSC, Time Attack, Big Surf Grove, Forward Track, Fastest Completion, 109.016. Love the hat, man. Love the hat. Can't get enough of that hat. And those are just a few of the latest verified video game world records at TwinGalaxies.com. If you think you can beat any of those scores... Head on over there, join the competition, register if you haven't so. It's very simple, TwinGalaxies.com. Can you remember that, Josh? I can, TwinGalaxies.com. Okay, yep. And uh, you'll find all us there competing on, actually, guitar band, or Green Day Rock Band is all I'm playing. That's all you're no, playing? No, all, all the time I have time for. Uh, i to be here, i got to be ready for the show. 
I got a few world records. I don't have much time to play video games anymore, man. Mm -hmm. Doing all these shows, mm -hmm. you know, being on the internet all the time, doing my thing. Traveling. Traveling. All these video game events yes. we'll get to yes. shortly. Yeah. You know, traveling, doing the, you know, doing the dad thing, too, mm -hmm. here and there. But I got a couple of world records in the works right now. All I got right. a couple things yeah. I'm working on, a couple things I'm looking to throw down. So. Very cool. Very exciting. Um, I tried to segue into that, but I did a poor job. Uh, we want to talk about... Actually, no, we don't. I'm sorry, folks. We got all these video game world records, but there's no more referees anymore. The way it's adjudicated is by the community, by Josh, me, Nick, everybody yep. else in the chat who is watching. They all vote and say, yes, the person followed the rules. They did not cheat. That's a legitimate submission to the scoreboard. Well, sometimes during this whole process, things get shuffled aside. So it's time, folks, for another edition of Lost in Adjudication. Right, folks here is a long one that's probably the reason why it's still in adjudication um, go ahead and check the submission review uh, for Chad Brezvik that's pretty close I think Brevik Brevik thank you Josh that's you're why welcome. you're here that's why I can't do this job alone look uh, he has a score of 16 million there 654,000 um, on Mario Brothers now that is a it's you know, a wicked score, it's man. It's a wicked score. You know that's a long video to get that many points. So that might be the reason why uh, it's stuck in adjudication. I will tell you this. I watched about 45 minutes, and I said I'd come back to it, and I'll be honest, I didn't. Um, so I'm, I'm partially guilty. Uh, I didn't find anything wrong with it, but it has been sitting for over two months. So if you guys have any extra free time... And it is tough because we're all busy. We know yeah. that. Mm -hmm. But, you know, and it is easier to watch the short ones than the long ones. But, you know what? I mean, we do owe it to everybody in the community to get on there, take a look at this one when you get a chance, and uh, mm -hmm. do it. Because um, I haven't watched yet either, Mike. But, mm -hmm. it, it, you know, there's no reason it's to exciting think. exciting. There's be... no reason to think that this isn't a legit that, record. You yeah, know? That I know of so far, yeah. So, that's uh, the highest Mario Brothers uh, score ever. Because it trumps the 14 or 15 million that's on the Wii Virtual Council. Okay. So that's definitely well, that's pushing definitely the envelope. Um, obviously, we have everybody has to be, you know, no one's mm -hmm. ever going to blind vote. So that's why it's right. not passed, I bet. Um, but And there's not really any comments, I believe. So it's not like there's any objections to it. I think people are like, uh, And that's why this segment time. exists, you know, to, yeah. to raise a little hoopla for it. Yeah. So we know that, that we need to get out there and... Uh, Help this one hey, get unlost hey, in adjudication. Hey Hal, um, in the control room, do you know how long that video is? Somebody's asking in the chat. That's got to be like fourteen or fifteen hours. I can find out if you give me a couple. Minutes. We'll find out for I, you, Paul. I just told you. Oh, <laughs> oh you're positive? I'm sorry. Yes. Yeah. I have my high score is like five million. Okay. All right. So there you guys go. About fourteen hours of gameplay. So. That's tough. Yeah, we understand why it's lost in adjudication. So we're not saying that we're just, you know, maybe a few people who got something to do, you know, got about an afternoon to kill. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. And, it's probably and it is a fun game to watch. Yeah, it's, fun it's a game fun to game to play. It's a fun game to watch. Yeah, gotta, I think so anyway. You got to do it in segments. Well, um, that one is patternable. Yes, very. And then what we got to talk about here just briefly, the, it's going to be a busy, I wanted to say it was going to be a busy summer, 
Um, but the only problem is, is everything's going on almost the same weekend. Not everything. We're not talking about every video game event. These are the three that the Twin Galaxies community are mostly going to. Now, a good thing is it is regional. Each one of these events is in a different region of the country. So there's almost, almost no excuse to not go to one. But mm -hmm. if you're in the South or if you live up in Montana or Idaho you know, you know, or Canada, I guess you, you're kind of, or if you're not in the United maybe, States. Yeah, maybe you're in regular yeah, Iceland. But at least they're spread out far enough where they're not competing with each other. Um, let's go real quick. Replay FX. Bring that back, Nick, if you don't mind. Sorry. Um, July 27th through 30th. Uh, at the Dave Lawrence Convention Center, a very big pinball tournament as well, classic arcade games, uh, pretty much everything that's a picture from the Kong off, I believe, two years ago. Very huge, large gaming hall, uh, anything you want, some panels too, a great place to have a convention. Um, there's a slim chance Settle on the Screen's going to be there because that is the closest one that weekend um, because also that weekend in California, on Saturday and Sunday is California Extreme, which has been going on for a very long time, many years. Um, a pinball and arcade uh, show also the same days. Uh, no Friday. So I guess you could go to Replay FX on Friday. You could. Fly to California and uh, go on uh, right there, July 29th and 30th. Um, so if you pre-register, you get an hour early. So... But that's California Extreme, great event. Uh, I'm pretty positive one of my favorite classic arcade gamers will be there, Paul Dean. Oh, he's always there. I always see pictures of him there. Class, so class act. One see, of my favorite people. Yeah, in if the, you want to go see the Spy Hunter World Record holder, he'll probably be playing some arcade machines there. Yeah, and so. just one of the nicest guys you'll ever meet. Yes, and then in Texas, where where it seems like there's a lot of world records and a lot of. Um, Roscoe, Texas is probably nearby. I don't know exactly where the classic game event vest is, but it's somewhere in the state of Texas. And that's uh, going to be a arcade, new video games. Well, I guess not new video games. A kind of collection of arcade, pinball, and classic consoles. Uh, Walter Day, and if you haven't met Walter Day, it's a great chance to meet him. He will be there that weekend, along with Billy Mitchell and his hair. Um, so if you want to touch it, <laughs> it'll be there. Uh, there's a few other notables, uh, YouTube notables that I like enjoy watching. Uh, the gaming historian, uh, Norman Caruso. Very awesome YouTube documentary series. Um, you got also Pat the NES Punk, uh, who starred on also some uh, few episodes of the Angry Video Game Nerd. Very over the top, very... Um, what do you, what do you, very... Boy, yeah, perfect word. Boisterous YouTuber, uh, very passionate guy about gaming, classic gamings. He's also good about spotting people, ripping them off. Um, <laughs> He's and, a character. Yeah, and then uh, there's another guy I like to watch on YouTube, um, Lester, uh, Gamester81 is what most of you know him by. Uh, he has a multiple YouTube channels, all those video game podcasts. They've been around for multiple years. They'll all be at the Classic Video Game Fest in Texas, the 29th and 30th. 30th as well or is there one more day on there that's the biggest one right um because isn't everything bigger in texas yeah yeah 29th and 30th so mm -hmm. so if you do want to go to two of them you could you could go to you could go to one each day but and i would just recommend then you go to the pittsburgh one first actually take that back i'd say you go to the pittsburgh one 
Well, you can't. Then. No, you got to go to you Pittsburgh gotta, first. Because if there's a chance, settle in the screen is going to be the, the 28th. Oh, well, no, that's four days. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, there, you got to go to Pittsburgh first if you're going to hit all three. But if you want to see settle on the screen, you got to go to the 29th. Yeah. yeah. That's tough. Yeah, that is tough. That's tough. So, I mean, I don't know. You guys are going to have to make a yeah. decision. And we're not here to endorse one over the other. Yeah, we're just... You know, just they're all the same weekend. That's the part yeah, that makes what, it kind of tough. Everyone's closest for you. Everyone works and best for you. But if you are going to hit all three, you would have to go to Pittsburgh first because yeah, you got would. the Friday. Or you go Thursday. And then, and then you probably want to hit Texas next for I prob- Saturday. I probably you go Thursday to Pittsburgh, travel day to Texas on Friday. Maybe catch, maybe be there a little bit Friday to Saturday. Leave halfway Saturday so you can get to Sunday. Although, if you went to Pittsburgh on Friday and pre-registered for California, you could take the red eye to California, get there early, spend as much time possible. Then you do get you do get you do catch you barely lose time. Right, then hop your rental car from right as the one in California ends and get yourself to Texas. Yeah, but then you lose time on driving back too. I mean, it's gonna be. You, you guys figure it out. Let us know what you yeah. guys are doing. Yeah, let um, show, throw us some logistics here. We yes. love logistics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh yeah. So those are just few of the video. Ga- oh, and then there's one more event. So all those video game events, classic arcade games, and pinball. But if there's one event you got to be at this fall, um, is the King of NHL '94 tournament, oh, yeah. which we will be, of course, playing and trying to compete for the whopping prize of $10,000 in prices at the Downtown Grand Casino eSports Center. It's a casino that is getting on the eSports wagon and have multiple locations within the casino and outside the casino by the pool. They've done tournaments and stuff by the pool. That's kind of my... Very cool. I wish the NHL 94... Hopefully we can push it to be outside, but we'll see. Um, It's going to be awesome. That is September 30th, and then the premiere of the... We've talked about enough on this show, the Pixelated Heroes. It's going to be like the King of Kong for Canadians. Um, Look at that beautiful... A. A, yes. Um, so it's going to be a wonderful time. I'm going to play NHL 94. We get to go to that renovated casino in the uh, the old Vegas, downtown yes. Vegas, not downtown the strip. Vegas, the real Vegas. Yeah, the, where it all mm-hmm. started, folks. Yep. And uh, Mark Cohen will show us around the town. Ooh, hopefully, hopefully. cool. He's watching, and tonight. we'll tr- we'll do our best to report on what happens there afterwards. But we, there's some stuff we won't be able to tell you because what happens in Vegas sometimes has to stay in Vegas. Mm-hmm. So we'll, but we'll do our best to to let you know when we come back that next week for That's on the right. show, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, there's possibility. Well, I mean, there's, there's, there's laws to break. We still here, though, don't know yet, but there's a very spot. They have an esports broadcast center there um, for past events. Uh, I think they had War of Tanks there. Uh, they had a, they have esports competitions every weekend, but they're more local. But they have big ones. There is a broadcast center. We're still uh, working on some details. Hopefully, we'll be able to bring you all the tournament info, all, at least the finals of the NHL '94 here on the Twin Galaxies Facebook page. So we're nothing, nothing solid yet. Right, but before any of those, we do have the Retro Gaming Expo. Mm-hmm. In Seattle. Yes, in Seattle. Yeah. Okay, that's in June, June seventeenth and eighteenth. So, yeah. Correct. Okay. So, so you can go there, and then you got to pick between the. Yeah. So, threes. so before any of that, you don't have much time to mm-hmm. put it together. But Seattle, June seventeenth and eighteenth. Again, retro gaming extra from Paul Tessie. Mm-hmm. Um, that's going to be kind of a sad place to be, though. 
mm-hmm. this time of year, Seattle, mm-hmm. after uh, us losing Chris Cornell. Mm-hmm. Yes. Early, early this morning. Yes. Here, right here in Detroit. Well, we're in downtown Farmington Hills, Hills but that is enough. right down the street from Detroit. And uh, it was a, was a heartbreaking moment yes. for, for many. So uh, we're going to play some a little road rash, talk about the game. And uh, obviously, if you guys didn't know, um, the uh, we um, Nick was off last night, and we'll get Nick out here shortly. And we'll talk about the music from the 90s and how it kind of played with video games a little bit, especially this game. Um, and uh, we uh, Nick actually went to the concert last night that he performed at just before the unfortunate happened, so we'll, we'll get him out here shortly. All right, Glenn, are you playing Road Rash right now? It looks like you're doing a great job. Great job. What do you think of this game, Glenn? I like this game. So you played it on N64? And I, was, I also played it on the Sega. Yeah, I, was, 30, I played it on the Genesis. No, it was on regular Sega. We got the cartridge right here on our desk. My favorite part is the corny videos, which we'll we'll cut away to them when we get to them. <laughs> because oh, yeah. there's so re- like I want to lose on purpose. Um, oh, that's true. <laughs> and the homeboy gets clubbed in the head. Now, granted, if you're wearing that big, um, you know, like that big helmet for you know, mm-hmm. made to create motorcycle crashes and somebody comes up to you with a plastic wiffle ball bat and <laughs> and, and gives you a little love tab. I don't really think that's going to knock you off the motorcycle. But Come on over, no, Nick. What's up, Come buddy? On. <laughs> We're tight quarters tonight, Tight quarters. Camera shrunk over the week or over the night. <laughs> Great camera work by yeah. myself. Our, no, our interns didn't come in last night. He either. didn't. I fired you, him. You're, yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> Actually, I'm going to rehire him. <laughs> yeah, for tomorrow night. For tomorrow night. Guy, the menus lag so bad on this game. Really 3DO, do. baby. Yeah. Uh, if you play the Sega Genesis version, they don't. But the the real life cutscenes don't look quite as good on the old. And the Sega music Genesis. is not CD quality sound. No, it is not. CD you can't quality. get that sound garden sound. It certainly Let's is do not. That. You can't. Uh, you know, like you say Soundgarden, I know it's a video game show, mm-hmm. and we're talking video games, but the white Gungan in the room here isn't just Jar Jar Binks. Nick, you were at the concert last I, night, correct? I sure was, yeah. It was, here uh, in Detroit at the famous Fox Theater. Yep. Why don't you tell us a little bit about it? It was, uh, looking at it in hindsight is odd. It's very strange. Mainly because the first 40 minutes of the show, something was wrong. We thought he was either... Like I don't know if he was drunk or, but it he we thought it was his earpiece because he kept like tapping his ear. So there was a couple songs like during Spoon Man he just like kind of stopped singing, and in Black Hole Sun he was like not catching up <laughs> to the song. I mean like completely out of sync. But then about forty minutes in he like stormed off the stage at the beginning of a song and the band like stopped playing and then it was weird. It was kind of awkward. And it's Soundgarden. If you've never seen Soundgarden, it's one of the louder concerts you'll ever see. Oh, it's yeah, insane sure. how loud it is. And I, it's been. We saw them back in the nineties. Yeah, chest thumping loud. Unreal, like the. I, I forgot how loud they are. Mm-hmm. And then after he came back, he was great. 
The hmm. last hour and 20 minutes sounded great. He was in tune again, and everything sounded great. So we just were like, oh, it must have been his earpiece. Um, and he talked about how awesome Detroit was. He could, He kept talking about it, just saying, you know, I've been bragging about you guys for 30 years. You guys are the best audiences out there. He goes, you always live up to it. You always come out no matter when it is. You know, you're always at our shows. And it was sold out. And it's one of the things about it's a downside of um, being a music lover in Michigan in Detroit area is we sell out shows no matter what day it is. So we get right. we get a lot of Tuesday and Wednesday concerts because we don't need other places, other places, you know, it's like, oh, they act like, well, if we go to Chicago, we're not going to get sold out unless we're on a Friday or exactly. Saturday. Yeah. Detroit, we can always guarantee yeah. a sellout in the middle right. of the week. We're which playing is Kansas City. We got to no play Saturday night. Yeah. In Milwaukee, any other, a lot of other cities, but um, Detroit is not like that. We sell out no matter what. Um, and so after that, like I said, the last hour, hour 15 show was amazing. Unreal. And again, so loud. At the end, they did the distortion thing and actually uh, knocked their speakers over. It was great. It was, like, it was fantastic. Old school rock and roll. Old school oh, rock man, and roll. I need a lot of money. Um, and it, the thing that's freaky, though, is the show ended at about quarter after 11. They played long. And uh, according to the police reports, they broke down the door at midnight and found him, which means it was immediate, which was really freaky. And I mean, I woke up this morning to an an insane amount of text messages on my phone from you, from basically everyone I know saying Cornell is dead and it was of course you first you wake up to that and you're like what are you talking about like no he's not like i just saw i just him. Saw like him. last yeah. night right and then it was of course i googled it not that i didn't believe you guys but i did not want to believe you right. guys it was very similar to the thing with prince last year um where then it was just like no and it really it's all day it's, it's been a bad day i feel like i did when prince died like i right. felt like a family member died yeah it really was like it hit me hard and immediate and like you were saying, I mean, Soundgarden, since we were 13, I've been, I've loved that band. I've loved Soundgarden. They're in my top five easy. So, oh, yeah. Uh, and they were kind of one of the last. I mean, we grew up in the 90s, and our bands are kind of gone now. Right, like, I mean, there's well, Pearl Jam, and that's it now. I mean, look at look at the grunge, look at look at the grunge <laughs> era, sucks. look at the front men that we idolized as teenagers. I mean, let's do the list. We got Chris Cornell is gone. Yeah, Lane Staley from Alice in Chains. Gone. Of course, Kurt Cobain from Nirvana has been gone for all these years. Scott Weiland from Stone Temple Pilots. Stone Temple Pilots. All these guys, tragic, untimely deaths. Yeah, you know. But you almost kind of view it as over. Chris Cornell was actually in his fifties. Yeah, he's fifty-two. So, yeah, you know, I mean. Not to take away from the tragedy, but you know, Kurt Cobain killing himself in his late twenties. Yeah, he did the, the Hendrix height, thing or the yeah, Jim Morrison thing. At the height of Nirvana, I mean, listen to a Nirvana song. He sounds like he's about to kill himself. Oh yeah. At the end of, of half of the Nirvana songs, especially of Nevermind and In Utero. Oh yeah. So it's it wasn't it was a shock, but it was like, well, okay. I mean, yeah. I think he was kind of telling us, but Soundgarden they wrote these. Sad, angsty songs. I was gonna say, not that those ago. songs, yeah, not that their songs yeah. weren't sad and angsty, but that was the, that was twenty over twenty years right. ago. I now. mean, he fell on black days in the early nineties, yeah. but he, you know, you all know, of this stuff. But this didn't happen till now. So that you you kind of have this idea that 
once you've been a rock star for this long that you are kind of enjoying this kind of at yeah. least you know moving well, to that level especially but. i mean soundgarden breaks up in 97 he goes on has a slew cornell was one of those guys if you're not very familiar with chris cornell he was one of those guys like a bob dylan type where he just came out with an album like every year regardless mm-hmm. Some of them were some of them were decent. Some of them were crappy. When you come up with an album every year, it's just that's the way it is. Right. But then he got together with Rage Against the Machine minus Zach De La Rocha with Audio Slave. It was incredibly successful in the two thousands. Mm-hmm. He had another band altogether that was very successful. Had three very popular albums, and then they ended and they reformed Soundgarden, recorded another album, and have been touring for like six years. So. Right. That's what doesn't. That's what makes even less sense about this. No, I mean, so this. Like, guy, yeah, I mean, he he hit it with Soundgarden. He hit it with with Audio Slave. Don't forget back in the day, too, he had Temple of the no, Dog. No, Temple of the Dog, well. which was with Pearl Jam, oh, which is only a one one album thing. But and they went on tour last fall. They had a reunion yeah, tour with Temple I mean, of the Dog last fall. You know, so, I mean, and he was basically the heart and soul behind that. You know, him and Stone Gossip. Yeah, yeah. You know the the famous uh, Temple of the Dog song. You know, the I'm going hungry. Going song. hungry. Yeah, I believe. Eddie Vedder sings on that, but that's the only song Eddie Vedder's on. That's the only song he's on that album. He's, you know, the rest of them are Chris Cornell's the lead singer of that band. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, he's he's been a a perennial frontman making hits for for decades. (sighs) Mm -hmm. No, and the thing... and Skilled guitar player. Yeah, and I mean, Temple the Dog was the the founding member of Temple the Dog. I can't remember his name right now. He died of a heroin overdose in, like, 1990, which is kind of like what... Ended Temple of the Dog, but also got him to make one more album together, and then Pearl Jam formed, and he went Cornell. Cornell was always with Soundgarden. He was kind of like a sure. side project sure. at the time. Because Soundgarden, Soundgarden is credited with being in the grunge scene, but they started far before grunge. Their first EP came out in 87, and they formed in like 84, 85, so right. they were around for a long time. And I mean, given they call them like the godfather of grunge for that reason, because they were around so much longer. But, I mean, Bad Motorfinger hit, and really kind of this era, I mean, Road Rash yeah. uh, yeah. songs oh, Bad are Motorfinger, I mean, 91. Yeah, that, that was their third album. Th- yeah, third yeah. studio album, Bad Motorfinger. So, um, you know, what, they had Louder Than Love before that? Yeah, Louder Than Love, Super Mega Okay. Yeah. And they had an EP, two EPs on Sub Pop okay. uh, that are phenomenal. If you ever check them, they re-released Super Mega Okay. Came out last year with a re-release, but um, the one they came out with uh, a couple years back is uh, was it Super Fop? Oh, I can't remember the name of it. I've, it's in my car right now, but um, it's so good. It's such a great album if you ever get a chance. If you love Soundgarden, it's to me it's like it's as early as you're gonna find them, and it's just phenomenal. There's a couple songs, and they played one of them last night, which was so awesome. Oh, very which cool. was cool. They went, they played some old stuff last night, which was great, but. You know, too, what's, you know, I'm just to add sadness, and when, and when we focus, when I focus on Chris Cornell, or when we focus on Chris Cornell, I'm going to try to take away from any of these other guys who died in the past, but... No, no. But, you know, when you, when you do that list of these, uh, you know, grunge frontmen, Seattle frontmen, 90s frontmen that have, you know, died tragically, when you look at them musically, Chris Cornell is by far the... The, the best musician in that group and the best voice I yeah mean, he, i mean his voice was insane chris cornell is a music writer he's a guitar player oh yeah kim thale played most of the leads but chris cornell was a phenomenal guitar player in his own right phenomenal musician where these other guys again not taking anything away from them but they were mostly known not for their amazing musical talent with an instrument no it was more they were the 
tragic drug addicted frontmen. You know, they they were they were stars. They were Chris Cornell was that, and he was the musician too. And yeah. just he, I mean, given he screamed a lot, that's what made him yeah. so amazing. He, they, I mean, they called him the the four octave rock center because mm-hmm. he he could scream with the best of them. Oh yeah, but scream he, in key. Yeah, but I was <laughs> gonna say, but he was also he sang. He had a gorgeous voice. He yeah. did. You didn't hear it that much, but if you listen to enough of their his solo stuff is the is a better way to he like hear his voice. It was much more melodic uh, music, but. Um, that is what was amazing about it. His voice was phenomenal. And last night, I mean, once he got in tune, too, it was like, holy crap, I'm like, this dude's in his 50s, man, and he still can scream like this. You know, if, if, you, want, if you want an amazing example of Chris Cornell's voice, mm-hmm. of just his pure vocal talent. I say Temple the Dog actually works. Well, it me. does, it does. But if you want a pure, you know, just example of it, you can wait for Christmas if you want, or you can download it tonight. But his version of Ave Maria, oh, that's which true, appears yeah. On, God, I forgot um, about you that. You know, you'll you'll find it on Christmas compilations mm-hmm. here and there. But if you ever doubted whether or not he truly had a, a great voice, <sighs> listen to Chris Cornell's version of Ave Maria, and you'll and, and it is incredible. Scott Whelan, incredible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, and that's the thing too. I mean, obviously, Wyland, Scott Wyland, the uh, lead singer at Sound Double Pilots, he died when about a year and a half ago. Yeah. It was December of fifteen, and I was On bummed. Tour too, yeah. I was very bummed. Obviously, that sucked. Yeah. At the same time, Wyland was always getting in trouble. Yeah, right. He was you always that. using heroin. I mean, not always, but in and out of rehab. In and out of rehab constantly throughout his entire career. Sound Double Pilots kicked him out multiple times because of his drug use. So when he died, I was very I was very sad, but you know it was coming. I mean, without a doubt, knew it was coming. Yeah, no one was expecting to see uh, seventy-five or eighty-year-old Scott Weiland no. coming out in the Grammys someday. It was never happening. That was never going to happen. <laughs> nice Christmas album, maybe. Still could. Can you yeah. still wait for the release? release? What's that, Glenn? Sorry. <laughs> I said he was not going to be a Keith Richards. No. With no, definitely not. Keith Richards signed a pack, I assume, because right. it doesn't even make sense that the guy's alive. Um, but and that is, I know a lot of you know, a lot of musicians in the seventies died. I mean, there's lists and lists and lists. A ton of them did, but there's still ones that are still alive. Like we joke, like you just said, Keith Richards, and, and it's like, how are they still alive? It's kind of a miracle, um, right? And I feel like with the '90s, like I feel like that doesn't exist. No, the '90s did not get that, um, that just uh, that super genetic tiger blood uh-uh. or something that just lets you keep going forever and just keep killing it, like the like the guys from the the '70s and the '80s for that matter. No, absolutely. I mean, look at uh, you got all five original members of Guns and Roses and all five original members of Aerosmith say, are still alive. Motley Crue's still alive yeah, too. It's like uh, these oh, guys geez. should. Ozzy Osbourne's still alive. Yeah, barely. He doesn't know he's no. still alive, but he is. But no, it really is amazing. But with the '90s, it's like no, like. Right. Cobain's no, dead, Cornell's dead, Wyland's no, dead, uh, Shannon Hoon died, right. uh, Lane Staley's dead, uh, the lead singer Sublime's dead. I mean, yes. so many people, I mean, even, you want to talk about Tupac Shakur died, Notorious yes. B.I.G. Oh, so many artists that we grew up with died, and most of them died a long time ago, but yeah. it's just like, from the 90s, you're right, there literally is Pearl Jam. 
Right. And like Jerry Cantrell from Alice in Chains but, was still but, going, but, but it's you like... Can't, you can say Jerry Cantrell, but you can't name a band no. that doesn't nope. have somebody. I mean, Jerry Cantrell, they lost Lane Staley. Absolutely. Sometimes... You know, you see no Alice in Chains is out touring, and they got a new lead singer who's really good. Yeah. But Lane Staley's dead. Absolutely. I mean, Lane Staley, the guy that, you know, I mean, originally sang these mm-hmm. these classic AIC songs that we still of love. Of course, yeah. They've done some good stuff without him, but let's face it. Oh, no, the, definitely. The, the AIC stuff you love, it was Lane Staley behind the mic. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. Mm-hmm. They're... Their good, their their uh, last couple albums with their new lead singer is uh, is very good. If you like Alice in Chains, it's decent. Stuff. No, it is. It's, it's good. It's, it's, it's really good. good. I dig it. I dig it. And you know, I mean, you could say, oh, the Foo Fighters. Foo Fighters only exist because because Kurt Cobain killed, killed himself. Killed himself, and Dave Grohl needed a job. Yep. So these, you know, I mean, this is this is a bummer. No, know? it sucks, man. I mean, it's. It really is. It, this is a huge one. This one really hurts. Yeah, this one. Uh, and I don't know how to compare it to music these days. I really don't. Like, No. Because it's been different ever since. Really, honestly, ever since Cobain killed himself, everything changed. I don't want to sound. <laughs> a yeah, little I, more poppy. So. I don't want to sound like the old guy who just thinks I know. that new music sucks. But I'm old, and new music sucks. But the, New the, popular music. <laughs> There's some great stuff out there. Of course there is. But the stuff on the radio is not great in the least. No, I mean, listen, come up to Detroit and, uh, you know. Oh, the local music scene here is phenomenal. Yeah, go go into some uh, CD bars on, you know, at 1 a.m. on a Saturday night. You're going to see some great musicians. Oh, my God. Go to New Orleans and see some jazz musicians (laughs) that that would would just blow you away, some blues and some jazz. Yeah. And, hey, that's just a few places. I bet your hometown's got some. Oh my some god, absolutely, I'm sure. Too. But know what? Those guys aren't making it anymore. I hope they're making a few bucks. I hope they're making a living. Yep. But the the pop music nowadays, my opinion, my opinion only, it's junk. It's '80s pop music. Yeah. And nothing's yeah. changed in a de- over a decade now, which no. which is the thing that scares me the most because I'm kind of feel like we're stuck. Yeah, because they just they've just divided it into stuff. Yeah, it's like this, and they this just all for, copy off EV yeah, of the same template. This is for the country template. people. This is for the emo people. Yep. This is for the rock people. This is for the rap people. This is hip hop. That's that's blue. But the thing is, it's all the same. I was going to say that's the it's thing. It's all that the makes same stuff. From they just they put a little twang, run it through a different filter, and and and, and that's that. No, exactly. Oh. So please support your local music scene wherever you are, because that's where the good music's at. And stuff hey, on the radio ain't if there. If there's that band, and it was when we were younger. If there's that band out there, I've I've lived both sides of this coin. Mm-hmm. If there's that band out there that you've always wanted to see, and you're like, oh, I'll see him next time. I'll see him next time. I'll see him next time. Go see there him. There might not be a next time. Yes. Right? Really? Yes. There no. There might not be a next time. I, I got I got tickets to. I, I put this one off forever. I got tickets to Tom Petty next month. <laughs> I hope he's still around. You never know. I was just saying, you, you never have to know, go see him. man. I mean, yeah. I mean, I there's there's people out there. You got to go see him. I not that this makes it any less tragic because I have nothing to do with this, and my heart goes out to his family, his friends, the people that actually knew Chris. Cornell. Oh my God, absolutely. You know, I mean that that's who my my heart truly goes out to. But yeah, I admit, thank I saw him. I'm so yeah, happy that I did see guess. him live. You know, I saw Soundgarden. They were awesome. They rocked my world. You know, several years back, and I wish I'd have seen him twice. I wish I'd have seen him three times. But at least I got to see him once. But um, you know, I feel like there's this like fine line sometimes mm-hmm. where some people want to say, 
oh, that's a it's an insult to their family. It's an insult to his wife. It's an insult to yeah. his friends, his bandmates, guys that actually knew him to act like you're so heartbroken. And okay, I get that to some to some extent. I, I don't like it if when people um you know when they do the uh the feigned emotion or the no, no, the, the fake grief, but the fact that so many people are heartbroken is a tribute to how much this guy's music and how much this guy's art touch people. Yeah. So it's it's really important to to go out there. So really, again, can't reiterate enough. There's a band out there that you've Please never go seen. See go see them. I know they cost forty dollars more than you wanted to spend. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, but, so last night did too. That was yeah. way more than I wanted to spend to see Soundgarden, but I'm so happy I saw it. Right. How much was right. it? Seventy-five. I uh, I spent down. way. No, it's, that's an average price, but it's still like seventy-five hey, bucks. I spent man. way too much money to see Prince several years back. Oh yeah. But I'm sure glad I did. Absolutely. You know, I mean, it's not uh, that that money wouldn't have changed my life Hell now. Hell no. But you know, I saw Prince, and you can never see him again. No, I blew my chance to see Stone Devil Pilots years ago right. and it's because i just could not yeah. afford to go see him no, I'm, and now I, I regret it so badly that i missed him no i'm very happy i never mm. got to see nirvana but you know i i saw i saw yes. allison chains with lane state yeah which i is saw stone temple pilots crazy. with uh scott wyland with which scott is so wyland awesome you didn't sing christmas music i was right. disappointed yeah i no, blew my chance on seeing gore before odorous died you know what that you know they uh they used to play the Halloween show in Milwaukee every year. They did. They, they would do the same thing to us too, the night after or whatever. Yep. Yep. No, and it's they true. They kept it off, and then he, he died. No, so. I always wanted to see Guar too, and that is that's one that's perfect. Why don't you just admit it? You know, cause new singer is awesome, but it's, this is he is he good? Yeah, he's phenomenal, and he was the original member of Guar. No, 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 no! Oh, who is it? I did. What's his name? What's his moniker? Okay. Well, well, that's good, you know, because one when when Odorous died, uh, we are our cousin Joe, who was on here uh, last month, right. uh, for uh, his uh, WrestleMania for his po- his wrestling podcast. Um, and forgive me, uh, break you down the break you down the ring. Thank you. He's as diehard of a Guar fan as you're gonna find. So me when Odorous died, he was heartbroken. He really was. It, it really was. We just assumed the band was done. Right. I mean, Odorous I, leaves. That's like Mick Jagger dying. Like the Stones when, are done when Jagger dies, obviously. When 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 Odorous died, I felt like how you guys are feeling right now. The oh, I believe it. I, I totally believe it, man. Glenn, let me ask you. I know it's off topic. Is the new lead singer the original lead okay. singer? Because Odorous no, wasn't the original lead singer. He was originally he a rhythm was, guitarist, right? He I know he was an original member, but not original singer. Yeah, he was originally like the bass player. Rhythm guitarist, wasn't he? I think. Yeah. Oh, was he? Yeah. He was oh. a guitar player. Yeah. Bass player, guitar player. He played the strings originally. Right. So, so is but it's not that dude box. is just he was a member of the band, not the original Don't singer. Nothing. Or is no, the not the original singer. singer. Okay. And he if you like, are, if anyone in the chat, in there, oh sorry, I was if anyone in the chat's wondering why we're playing Road Rash, Soundgarden. Provided the soundtrack they did. for uh, Road Rash, and especially. I'll go to the restroom now. I will ask you, multiple video game collectors. Yes. What do I need to do? And maybe we could ask Mike Janae because this is his old 3DO. Yes, we are playing this um, on the 3DO. Gold this, Star. This game, obviously, I found out about Soundgarden because of this game. I did not have it for, for the 3DO. We just did the 3DO because I 
now have it yeah. for the 3DO, but I played this game on the computer. Okay. And the sound obviously was just like just as it's amazing. Game, um, and I actually played it with a flight stick. Are you serious? Oh, okay. I pushed forward really? on the flight stick for acceleration, no pulled kidding. it back for brake, and then left to right. I just remember, because I didn't have a joystick. And yeah. You had to have a joystick to play this game. Okay. Or a game pad or whatever. Which is good. But what I want to know, for any of those 3DO folks out there who know enough about this, I guess I'll have to do some research if you guys can't tell me. I have a Gold Star 3DO here in the studio. I go to hit race music. I want to hear Soundgarden when I'm actually racing. But there's not enough memory on this system to play this game. What? I wonder if I didn't know, is there a memory slot on the Gold Star? Or maybe this 3DO doesn't have the memory that other 3DOs have. Which if it, I thought the Gold Star was like the highest version. I thought it was one. the Gold Star version of the <laughs> My understanding was the cheap version. I did think it was version. the... Oh. I thought the Gold Star was the cheap version. Really? I thought it was the one that they gave And the it's the most that doesn't work. It doesn't work. Like it, this no is actually kidding. remarkable that this one still works. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. The one that Archer has. Go ahead. Start the system without the game. That's what David Holy Cross. Okay. Is. See, I thought that all the three DOs were doing in a classroom that. together, and that that's the one they gave the gold star to. <laughs> yeah, like, I just that's assumed. Just what I always assumed. No. Start obviously. the system without yeah. the game. That's interesting. You know, three DO. My gosh. <laughs> all right. Turning on the system. Fascinating. <laughs> Oh, 3DO. I remember when we first got that. Uh, I mean, yeah. it was it was impressive because we, right. we had all heard of it because it cost, like, I think $25,000 right, like when it first right. came out. Um, but it was one of those systems we first saw, like, in 98 or 99. We were like, oh, those those are good graphics. Right, like, right. It's not worth, you know, the $800 or whatever that you were Here paying. Because no. it came out before 64, Bring and it was kind of like, well, shoot, like, that's pretty good. Yeah, that's Here neat. we go. Um, but... It wasn't really until we, we go. got Road Rash. Put it back on. It's mainly because of Soundgarden. I yeah. love this oh, game. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, Road Rash is really fun. I, I absolutely yeah. love this game. It's a fun racer, but it having Soundgarden on it makes it like oh, yeah. infinitely better. Yeah. It makes you, when you're sick of the game, you forget because you're still listening to Soundgarden. Oh, yeah. Which it does, it's an early uh, game for this. And I mean, rock music or just popular music being in video games now is. Uh, they have to. No, now you it's You buy normal. a sports game, you got to have 28 tracks that you can't stand to, and you exactly. know if you're a hockey player, you don't listen to those stuff. Yep. But in, in what? This came out when, 93, 94 for the computer? Mm -hmm. Yep. So, I mean, this is... And it had CD quality sound because yes. it was on a CD, it was on a computer. You're, you're reading the wave right off the CD. Yeah, so this is kind of like a revolutionary game in that thing. They even say presented in Dolby, Dolby Surround. So this game, especially when you're a kid and it's like Soundgarden, cool. They're not even, when this came out, they weren't even like big. big. This was before Super Unknown came right, out. Right. Because that's, uh, if you've heard, when I first played this game, I loved Soundgarden already, but I had never heard. Oh, thank you, David Holy Cross! You saved our careers. That is fantastic. So, what button do I push? David Holy Cross. How do you know this stuff, dude? This is amazing. David Holy Cross, you get a gold. Holy man! So now we can listen to on the PC version. Look at that. This is the reason I like the PC version better than the 3DO version or a PlayStation version. I don't know about the PlayStation version. Yeah. But what I would do. Is I would only play. I would unclick. I, it'd only be Monster Magnet, um, Soundgarden, yeah. 
and uh, Therapy would be the only songs I would have in my life. I wouldn't play the other ones. Oh, okay. Because you can turn them on and turn them off. You can, you can have Not a playlist. <laughs> no hammer box for me. We'll put we'll put Super Unknown on. To put That's that in the background. Good. Now let's see if it plays good in the game. Yeah, I know. Oh man, menus though. Gosh, F loading all these JPEGs or whatever it does. Load game, Ronda one. Huh? It's my hmm. new game. I wonder if that's. No, that's just a character. You can be Ronda. Oh, okay. I was going to say, is that... How do I start a new game? Is that Janae's mom or something like that? <laughs> From 20 years ago or something? I, there's a way to start a new game, and I don't know how. I'm not that smart. Yeah, I have no idea. Hey, David, how do you start a new game? Yeah, you think... Know. Can you just go back, maybe? Weird. Game mode? Big, big game it. mode is, is, like, the career mode. I think I'm on it now. Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't know. Player mode? What's player mode? Player mode decides between one or two players, which makes no sense. You plug you plug another controller into another controller. It's daisy chain, baby. It's awful. Yeah, yeah. I mean there's several systems. I like it. Because look at this look at this cord, folks. I don't know if you guys can see in the studio. It's a decent It's for for back in the day, the one you got with the system. You can put it at your TV <laughs> and put it on. You didn't have to drag out your console to your couch. Well, in comparison to, uh, you know, one the Sega cord. Genesis control, I think it was one foot, right? Yes, right. Yeah, well, yeah. So, yeah, you have to be your, your face. Was, I believe it was a, a 13 and a half inch cord. <laughs> that, uh, that was yeah. an embarrassment. <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm with I'm with Glenn on the Sega. Oh my God, one. it was pathetic. No, I mean this this is a very long cord. Uh, yeah. I okay, mean, we're I'm starting a new downtown, game. Yeah, we're here in downtown Farmington Hills. It's actually plugged in in regular Farmington. Hills. Yeah, it is. Yeah. All it's right, insane. what character should I pick? Axel. Forty two miles. Okay. Uh, it's forty two miles. <laughs> um, but no, but it is dumb. I'm sorry. To me, it is very dumb that there's only one controller jack on this on this system. I really don't like I, it. It's... As Mike was trying to point out. It was kind of an assumed, uh, assumed that you're Thanks, all with Pearl. us here when we were talking about it. Yeah. But as, as Mike was saying, to, for the second player, you actually, the port is on this controller. You can plug the other off. controller into that controller. Yeah, I don't know Oh, can you know use this like a Genesis controller? No, it's the opposite. It's the opposite. Oh, it's a reverse it's Genesis. It's a reverse Genesis controller. Uh, reverse. It's annoying. You can, you can use a Sega Genesis so. controller in Bizarro mean? World. Okay. I, mean, like, I don't know, whatever. We're both right. Yeah. Which means one of us first wrong. wrong. So at least <laughs> at least one of us. Fifty so percent right, fifty yeah. percent of the time. I don't know. No way, Mike's right. I think yeah. he is right. Mike's right. Yeah. They, no, is Genesis controller could go <laughs> Yeah, in it could. Whatever. We'll find out. Work. We'll find out in I about think four it, minutes. Yeah. Um I'm gonna try to beat one race before. Yeah, I was gonna say we can get one more race in. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully the music's playing. We can turn it up a little bit. Yeah, copyright. Like, we gotta get a copyright flag. Yeah, hopefully you'll at least have some time to enjoy the music. The game will hopefully be done loading by the time next show, tomorrow night's show, is yes, ready exactly. to play. Well, the 3DO is not as bad as PlayStation. It's, I was gonna say 3DO is not as bad as PlayStation. I don't know, is it playing the music? PlayStation One, I've I've never is the played music it. Playing? It's still waiting mm -hmm. to load in my living room at my yeah. parents' house. Ah, so. awesome. See, that's three. Super that, unknown is not. Of course, it's uh, not the one playing. Yeah. But. No, it is. This is super okay. annoying, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. One version is pretty good, though. Yeah. 
No, no, it's good. That's awesome. And the main reason I could suck on the stupid controller. The main reason I understand what you mean because the cords long, but I'm sorry, this system came out in 1994. The Nintendo came out 10 years earlier and had two controller ports. Every why would you all of a sudden? Who came up with man having two controller ports is stupid? How come we just have one? You know, I'll give you I'll give you one reason why I would sure, like it. I'm sure, there's a reason. The reason I like it because. Here Don't is here's right. the problem. It's not a, here. It's it's still a problem, obviously, if your first controller port goes bad. Okay, all right. So if the controller port on the system goes bad, you're, you're screwed anyways. But I've had two Sega Genesis Gen mm -hmm. uh, version ones. The second controller port goes bad. Okay. Really? So if a controller port goes bad on this controller, all you would had to do is buy a new controller because then you get a new port. That would be the only reason why I would like it. I and then you also don't have a mess of cords going to the system. But yes, all, we'd have a mess of cords between all three of us. Ah, I took my hand I off the honestly wheel. can't say I've ever had a controller port go bad on the system. I've not, me either. Never. I, and I, it's just the second port for me. It's very bizarre. That it's is bizarre. Personal weird. experience, I know. Well, huh. the thing, yeah, yeah. I wonder if it works now, Nick. Because <laughs> what system's better? I'm I don't know. know. I, I'm, here I am, right? Comparing it to the Sega, though. Here I am ragging on yeah. this for uh, you know the one controller, but one of my very favorite systems ever, TurboGrafx-16. I was gonna say port, one controller, but you know, I mean, you deal with it. Thing is with Turbo, just you have to buy an adapter, most right? Most people, yeah, you you don't get this. And the adapter was relatively cheap at the time, and they're still pretty readily available. Yeah, yeah. So it's basically, if you're months. if you're buying, if you're at a retro convention or something or a retro store, and you're making a deal to buy a Turbo Graphics, make sure they're throwing in the Turbo Tech. Yeah, oh, because there's absolutely. a lot of great two-player games. Don't don't walk out the door with your two controllers new used Turbo Graphics 16. Without uh, your turbo. I was going to say, especially if you were excited. You're like, cool, it came with an extra controller. Uh, that might not mean anything to you. But if you got two 3DO controllers, you'd be awesome. Yeah, I guess so. No, it's not really so awesome. But then you have to play 3DO games. <laughs> uh, this game's amazing. No, this game's cool. No, this game rolls. I mean, I don't know if it's worth buying a 3DO for. You already oh, have when it's Genesis like five well. bucks, then it's worth it. Actually, it's more worth to play this version on your computer because then you can network it. And we're going to do that on Settle on the Screen in a couple weeks. We definitely are. Very cool. We'll um, play four-player Road Rash. Probably only play two-player, but we'll find out. Tomorrow night, um, Mike I have to is, play video games again? You are going to finish up, hopefully, hopefully. finish up Sonic CD in another edition of uh, F This Game. Um, and, you know, that's, thank God we'll be done with that wretched, wretched game. Mm -hmm. That is, I see why it was <laughs> lousy. But, because lousy. of uh, Mr. Holy Cross, we will, you will get to use the new uh, spin dash that we, that the, we did yeah, know yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. So, it might actually be fun. But, of course... It's Sonic, it's always fun. Yeah, sure. Um, you didn't mm -hmm. play it. All right, kids, settle <laughs> it on the screen. Hang on, let me finish the race. I know we're out of time, but I'm almost there. Yeah, no, I know you. Uh, but I, I did it! All right, Mike. Yeah. Let's nice watch going. the winning video <laughs> as we outro for the rest we of the will, show. We will, but thank you guys for indulging us tonight. Uh, I know it was a little different uh, kind of show, but uh, thanks for watching us. Please share and like our video, and, uh, you know, we'll catch you tomorrow, obviously, for... My co-host, Josh Hauslander, Michael Soroka, Glenn up in the Skype. Thank you guys very much for watching. Ooh, I got a kiss. We will catch you tomorrow night at 10 p.m. 
Eastern, 7 Pacific, same time. So thanks a lot, guys, for watching. Making my, God I can't speak. see now yep. out of, I can't Let's see speak. now out of my, my face. Of course, I know. We're uh, playing on a Gold Star 3DO, not a Panasonic one. But you know. Good night, everybody. See you, Dave. Oh yeah. We will see you later, my friends. Those are my best friends. Bye. Thanks, Christina. Rest in peace, bud.